Welcome back to Mother Nature CSI and our special coverage on the coronavirus pandemic. I'm your host, Patty Lane. Well, since I can't leave the house to interview people on the street, I have reached out to my friends and family by phone, email, Facebook, and Skype, and asked them to share how they're coping. My family is much like yours. We're all dealing with a lot of the same issues. In a little bit, you'll hear from one of my cousins. She lives in what's now the epicenter of COVID-19, New York City. But first, a quick rundown of what's going on. Currently, 40 states have initiated some kind of stay-at-home or shelter-in-place order. Here in San Diego, we've been under order to stay at home going on three weeks, and there's no end date of when that will be lifted. We don't leave our home except for essentials, such as going to an essential job or for groceries or doctor's visit, or to get exercise out in our community. It seems a lot of people in my neighborhood have taken up running recently. The trails, parks, local forests, and beaches are also closed to discourage gathering. And this week, a no swimming or surfing order was added for public waterways and beaches here in San Diego. Apparently, surfers were gathering in groups in the ocean. So now when we're in public, we keep at least six foot distance from one another. And we've been asked to cover our face and mouth with a face mask. Well, some are handmade, some are surgical looking, and my mom has actually put her sewing skills to use. She sewed over three dozen homemade face masks. Many of them are going to a nearby military base to support a relative's unit stationed there. I'm still not sure why the military isn't providing them. Anyway, schools remain closed in San Diego County, and they won't reopen this school year. This week, I saw the elementary school in my neighborhood handing out Chrome tablets for kids to work on their studies at home and keep in touch with others. I saw volunteers handing them out to cars lined up in the school parking lot, all the volunteers wearing face masks and gloves. The tablets were in plastic bags. It's still unclear if those kids will graduate to the next grade. Another reminder of how many people this virus is affecting. The coronavirus came to light here in the U.S. with the first case in Washington state at the end of February. Now the concern is for New York, where 4,100 people have died and 122,000 tested positive for the coronavirus. But there was some good news this weekend when New York Governor Andrew Cuomo announced the hospital discharge rate is way up. And Sunday, New York saw the first daily drop in fatalities. It's no surprise New Yorkers are standing together and supporting one another. And like many cities across the world, at a set time every night, they head to their balconies and start applauding. It's a way to show appreciation to hospital and emergency workers who are on the front lines of the coronavirus. My cousin Georgia recorded that from her balcony. She's born and raised in New York City. She lives there with her husband and son, and she told me she wants people to know they're okay, and while they're scared, they are still living their lives and contributing where they can. Here's a short message from her. Hello, and greetings from New York City. I guess the epicenter of COVID-19 at the moment. It's April 4th. I'm quarantined in our apartment with my husband and my 20-year-old son. We're luckier than most. We're safe. We have food, we have supplies, we have love, we have each other. But we're frightened. We take great risks when we go out to get supplies, 
Yesterday was my baby's 20th birthday, and I really had to weigh the options of going out to his favorite bakery to get cake, which I ultimately did. Couldn't believe they were open and doing a huge business selling cupcakes to the neighborhood. We're on sort of behind the scenes in helping. My husband is a psychotherapist, so he spends his day seeing his patients via phone and Skype and Zoom. I work for a company that provides counseling services to corporations, many of whom are hospitals and organizations headquartered here in New York, so we're super busy helping them. We work by day, and then at night we hunker down, watch the news, get nervous, and try and find ways to distract ourselves. We'll get through one day at a time. I can't thank Georgia enough for taking the time to give us a glimpse into what our family's going through right now. So many of us can relate, especially as we close in on birthdays, anniversaries, and even graduations that won't be celebrated together, but we will get through this. If you'd like to share how you're coping with COVID-19, how it's affecting your family, well, record a message on your phone's voice memo and then email it to me at mothernaturecsi at gmail.com. Mother Nature CSI is one word, so Mother Nature CSI at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you and adding your voice to our podcast. Stay safe wherever you are. Remember, six foot distance from anyone outside your immediate household and only go out for essentials. And thanks to all the healthcare and emergency responders who put themselves at risk every day to make sure others are safe and taken care of. Join us for the next episode of Mother Nature CSI. I'm Patty Lane.